As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you believe yours is the only way, then Guys, what's going on? I am the one, the only, the W O O K I E. Joined by my lovely cast of chicken parms. Mm. Mm. Delish. Delish. We got Drazcar, the smoke show. Yo, what's going, guys? We got Mr. Ewok Jr. Hello, Keyforge community. Great to and be here. Sheep. Yeah. Yeah. He's so excited. He's talking, we're talking about my favorite thing today. My favorite thing is Ember Control. I love it. It's such a, and now it's such a, a diluted number. It used to just mean one thing. Now it means so much more. And every time I have a Saurian deck, I have to, I have to reevaluate. But before we get into all the fun stuff, I'm, I'm back into full screen mode, uh, which is a horrible feeling, by the way, if nobody knew. But uh, we got ABR. Drazcore, what's going on with the ABR? Well, so... If you're listening to this, uh, as in, like, during the recording, you still have time to get in. There was a couple seats left to get the next group of folks in, uh, right? Because we want to have an even number of folks, um, or enough folks for everyone to be on a team and not have teams have different amounts of folks. So um, if you're listening and you haven't gotten in yet, definitely recommend it. Grab one of those last uh, seats or two. And uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We're gonna do the draft on Saturday uh, again after you guys have listened to this. If you're listening to the recording, uh, and uh, you know, uh, you guys can just be confident that I've already drafted the best team uh, in the whole league. I think, right? If Clearly. I join, will somebody draft me? I mean, if they have to. If they have, am I like the last kid pick? They have to. They do have to. Oh, they so, have yeah. to. I don't want to be the last yes. kid pick though. But she don't know, right? So, I mean, so I that is the nice thing. But I also don't right? want to be like the first one pick because that's like high expectations. Mm, I don't. I don't know if you have to worry about that. No. 
<laughs> thanks, thanks, Dresscore. <laughs> keep it, keep it at one hundred so, with me. So, so <laughs> people do look at, hey, what was your record last season, right? And I don't believe I don't have a record season. last season. Yeah, yeah. Don't so trust like, them. Don't yeah. trust the wookie. You can't throw them in. So the don't folks trust them. that are, uh, you know, um, I will bring nine you know, hard of the forest record decks. last season. They're they're going to get snatched up first. So. Mm. Mm. But uh, we purposely do not publish the list because, yeah, nobody wants to be the last kid picked in kickball. And, you know, we are trying to we're trying to strike that middle ground, like something that real experienced players can enjoy and have fun with. But something that new players can come and join in. And I think you totally should publish a list. Have a lot of fun. I think you should. I I have to say, I think ABR does a really, really nice job at incorporating a group dynamic so the social atmosphere for keyforge you're talking you're building some groups have been better than others but that's really more on the group dynamic um but i like that you're sharing decks you're talking strategy and it doesn't matter if you're picked first or last you don't really know and frankly it just doesn't matter because you win or lose as a group so i love that aspect post stats all right ewok what do we got for vault keeper we have uh, Vault Keeper, so if you have not been going ahead and practicing, you definitely want to keep in mind May 14th, 15th, and then the 21st will be the follow-up weekend. Um, so great events, Joker. Thanks again for having some competitive Keyforge for us to look forward to to play. And if you don't remember, it is DT for day one, and day two, that follow-up, is going to be MM and Worlds Collide. Choice, striking one, playing the other. And as long as you're above 50% from both events, uh, then you get to go ahead and qualify for that day three. And then it's play one of your three decks. And then Sheep, what's up with Swindle? There's so many leagues going on right now. Swindle League. Well, there is the previous Swindle League, which uh, Dr. Drazray is in the finals of <laughs> yeah I, I, hate that. I hate that name so much it's the best oh, name ever what are you talking I hate about? it so much it's the best. and then there is the the next swindle is announced um, and I don't have all the details sitting in front of me because I'm a fool Okay. Well, well, more to come for Swindle. It is it is that it's a format that I have no experience playing, uh, but What's it's definitely worth going and looking into. Do you know? Do you know the format? No. Yeah, All right. Not like that. Uh, yeah. K- KFP. I, I will go ahead. Hold, hold on one second. I, I want to definitely send a shout out to it, Karen. Go ahead. Swindle event three is going to be Moray. Okay. And which one is Moray again? Moray is, uh, it's going to be each player brings three decks, each of a different set. At the beginning of week one, each captain will randomly be assigned to play Archon Reversal or Best of One. Um, there and each week after that, the variant will rotate. Archon player in week one moves to reversal in week two, and then. Adaptive. Oh, so, so you're bringing you're, you're gonna, bringing three decks, and then the person changes weekly. And then yes, each week you'll have to either play adaptive, reversal, or archon. With mm. them, it looks like. Mm. And you're and, picking your opponent what which one they're playing, right? So your opponent's going to tell you, uh, okay, looks like we're reversal this week, so." Uh, you give me that deck, and then you know you decide which deck 
uh, you're giving them, right? And then, uh, you know, for Archon, you're choosing what they're going to play, I think. I think that's how it's working. Sounds adaptive, really adaptive. complicated. It's it's not that complicated. You're trying to find decks that you can go ahead and maximize the effectiveness because you know lots of repetitions, but also be able to exploit the weaknesses for. And I, I like that it's causing us to be able to think. So I was giving a shout out for Karen. Karen, thank you once again for the events that you're running. Uh, she's doing a phenomenal job doing mm-hmm. a lot of the legwork behind for Swindle. Um, XO73, Joe, I had a great conversation after... I think it was last Friday night, um, but ABR again, ABR, Vault Keeper, KFPL, Swindle. I mean, and Karen Z and KFPL. Uh, there's just there's so many good leagues. But thank you to all the people behind the scenes who are making it so that we can still play Keyforge. Obviously, we've been talking about KFPL season four. This is the one I want to get into. Kagi Adaptive, or is it Kag? Is it Kage? So it's it's Kagi. Um, which Keyforge stands for as Garfield intended. Yeah. And so that's the acronym. Um, it's essentially an adaptive experience. Uh, it's being run on the sanctimonious and, uh, time shapers kind of shared discord board that's there. Um, but that's where you want to go ahead and head over. And Kagi has been running for quite a while, so it's, it doesn't get a ton of, uh, airtime from what is here, but honestly, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of work that goes into it and just so can, really can you explain to me what that all means I, i'm interested for kagi yeah does that mean like library access nepseed is live again no nope. it has nothing to do with no, as no. intended okay just the, garfield likes it, adaptive right so so it's an adaptive league oh that's it's it an, yeah. well he likes you know like his opinion was you play any deck and then adaptive fixes fixes proper, anything that was kind of the, the oh. thought there i think see i, I, think. I thought they were we were gonna get rid of like the locks you know what i mean where you could control the weak um i'm trying to think of i'm, I'm drawing a blank but we get rid of the must versus can't rule and all the other nobody stuff. nobody knows what to do ever yeah. What are you going to go back to like your opponent can <laughs> pick not to use Biomatrix backup? Like, you, you know, just, I guess. <laughs> you just you just lose. You just lose. You just lose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I don't know. I, that's what I thought it was. That's kind of just from reading it. Um what was it? Who's the the lockout? I'm sorry. Um Sheep, who's the lockout? Rusty Guntus. Yeah, Rusty Guntus and um Control the Weak. Remember how that was a thing, and then like it, that quickly got eroded, and then like you know, obviously like you got too much to protect, which should be uneroded, and stuff like that. So I thought maybe those would just, it would just go back you to pure. You mean bait no. and switch? Bait and switch. Yes, I do. Yeah, I he's do mean bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is exactly what I meant. Yeah. So what? this would be a shout. This would be a shout out to Fighting Walloon, uh, who's putting on Kagi. This is actually League Four, so four point Um. And it starts with the quote. I often like picking a deck and trying to win with it rather than picking a deck with the best chance of winning. And that was from Richard Garfield. So that was the intention behind this. And it's it's an Archon adaptive best of three match. So I was gonna they're, say, round, are you handed they're round robins. They're they're round robins, six to eight players, but you're you're picking in the deck. Mm. All right. So today, anything else? Are we good? We we can move into to the A. 
Um, I would also go ahead and have a shout out to the Nordic Keyforge League that is, you know, not necessarily here for a ton of stateside players, but you're in Europe. I mean, we do have an international audience to be able to be aware of it. They've done a phenomenal job actually as a podcast. So one of the three kind of going on. So the Nordic Keyforge podcast, great set of guys. And it's weird story. They want to do a crossover with us. But why not? Like, no, I I said yes. I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. And and I had actually, just so you're aware, I had reached out a long time ago when we had done Keyforge uh, live. And so we've seen players around. um, You know, we've gotten to know a couple of them, but just some really good individuals. And uh, they run the Nordic Keyforge League. They have a lot of fun. It's kind of a tiered system. And they actually just broke that apart in, um, from the tiered system, which was really neat into um, kind of more groupings uh, players and then allowing them to, everyone a chance to be able to play for the top uh, spot now. So I, I think it's I think it's great if you want to play Keyforge, you have many opportunities. Also, big shout out to TCO still going <laughs> rampant. So I'm trying to think of what was the day I came. I think it was last Saturday or Sunday. Um, and it was the middle of the day because I was setting up for my uh, KFPL game. And all of a sudden, there was like 30 games that were going. So it's 60 plus people playing. And I want to say this is a Wednesday or Thursday. So great job. It's it's great to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving into uh, to A. Oh, I got a quick, quick, oh, quick shout out and then we'll go there. All yeah, right. Yeah. You're probably like, what the heck is this thing? So... <laughs> No, uh, I read it. I just, I was, when I read it, I'm like, what in the, like, how do I even say yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say it's uh, Banana Per Mobile's DOK card filterer. What the heck is this thing? So it's a Chrome plugin. So uh, this guy on uh, the DOK Discord was like, hey, you know, I made a thing. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And basically, what it is, a Chrome plugin you install. And uh, when you open a deck in DOK, so it's got to be an individual deck, not like a whole search of a ton of decks. Basically, it allows for you to, when you click on something like Ember, right? Ember Control, um, the little icon on the right, it, it uh, highlights all of the cards that contribute A, to your deck so you can quickly scan and see like oh you know all of my a is in shadows or nope i got it nice and spread around so i'm good there uh or you know hey let me filter on on uh creature control c right and i can you can click it on and off you can see what is and isn't um uh Fitting each of the stats uh, fitting each of the stats and so it's a cool way to look at your deck and just quickly figure out what might just you know, including what's underneath those numbers, what might be good or bad about that deck underneath the numbers. So I thought it was a fun, cool little uh, little plugin that now I'm messing around with and and seeing uh, you know seeing what it can uh, help me figure out about my decks. I'm totally sitting over here smiling at this Drazcore because it's such a simple idea. Like the stats are already there, so they're already attached with cards, and it's essentially just highlighting them for you as a scanning tool, which is brilliant. And again, simple, easy piece, but it's extremely valuable to be able to scroll. I mean, I've gotten much better, and I think we all go ahead and look at our attributes and we're like, okay, we can, we we know key cards, we know where they're at, but at the same time, to visually be able to see it, that's all your visual learners. That's going to be a great little plugin. So, awesome job. 
All right, moving into AC. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Moving into Ember Control, we're going to go through the different types of Ember Control. Ember Control is my favorite stat and used to be one of the biggest stats I used to look at. Now I've come to the realization that uh, maybe that's not 100% correct. Um, this stat used to be a lot less convoluted pre-Worlds Collide. Then with the introduction of Saurians, Ember Control became just as convoluted as every other stat. <laughs> so... So let's start with our definition. Uh, yep. The f- definition coming from DOK, and again, cheap. I believe you've said this last two sessions. Uh, these definitions are from Old Coda, but I don't know if this has been updated. Amber control represents the amount of amber the deck can deny your opponent for forging keys. Lost and stolen amber is counted as a one-to-one ratio, while captured amber and increased key cost is counted as a two-to-one ratio, as those can be reclaimed or avoided. Mm. I don't think that's been updated because there are still some Saurian cards out there that they technically like Ludo, I think gives you like some weird Ember control number. I don't remember what it is. You know, I didn't even check. Yeah. Ludo, uh, Ludo is considered Ember control. Weirdly enough. Ludo is considered two on the score that's here. So what you have to realize is Keyforge is a racing game. Uh, in its heart, you want to be able to be the first to forge three keys cheaply, going ahead and costing six amber for each of them, each of the keys. However, all of the amber control is going to have a large impact. Um, Ludo, you know, Ludo is is there. I have a little side note for later, but let, let's run through what uh, Drazgor what we found. Um, do you want to go ahead and list all the different general categories? Sure. I'll, I'll hit on all the different categories, and then we can uh, we can jump That's into right. them. So we've got lose, right? So losing the amber, uh, steal, right? The classic. I think that's what Wookie's going to tell us he he loves, right? Yeah. Key cost increase. Um, then prevent forging. Get into that one. Capture, right? Or ember pinatas, right? Um, then there's a twist on it, right? Capture from your own side, uh, from your opponent's own side. Uh, prevention. We'll we'll talk about that. It's all about payment. Right? These are all weird categories now. Destroying keys. Uh, and then there's, I guess, kind of a different dimension. Scaling ember, which could in theory be of a number of these different categories, but uh, we'll we'll get into that one as well. Kind of the holy grail and what everyone looks at and will be seeking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so we start with lose. When you say lose, Amber, what what is happening there, Sheep? Lose, that means you lose the Amber, which is just a straight loss, and it gets around all the prevent steal effects that are in the game. There are many effects that say prevent steal, like discombobulator, and having a having a lose just gets around on that. I feel like this, whenever I do this, this is when Sheep proclaims, not my space dollars. (laughs) 100%. Every time. You guys like to wink my space dollars. I do do like yanking Mm -hmm. your space dollars. It is a favorite pastime of mine. You you were shouting quite obtrusively uh, during Sealed, but I mean, I I think that lose in its effect, yes, it can get away 
from place things like Discombobulator, but there's some real purpose and some significance behind it. It's again, if it's a race, you're just dropping down. Uh, so key cards like Burn the Stockpile, Brabble, Infernus, Shatterstorm, Grope, Shaffles, and then we, they had Evil Chelonia in here. Now it's a whole listing, but Burn the Stockpile, you're above seven, you're going to just drop four. There you go. Lose it, move on. Um, that can be pretty big if it's times right. Uh, Brabble being creature that when it dies, depending on whose turn it dies in, you're going to go ahead and lose some amber. Um, Infernus. Well, th- there's some utility here, but what what what's happening with everyone's favorite Infernus? Well, it's like so many things wrapped into one, right? So you get the potential for a whole bunch of amber control. Right, you're purging two cards, so yeah, you might be causing your opponent to lose two ember, right? And by the ratio and the definition, that would be, uh, if assuming that's still followed, that would be an ember control of of one. But uh, you know, if you've got, uh, if either you or your opponent has a whole bunch of pips on one card, right? Maybe you've got a, um, uh, you know, a fertility chant, right? That's the holy grail, right? To purge your opponent's fertility chant, get four ember out of there then then that's pretty awesome right um uh now, Tognath. yeah yeah Tognath, right you know um uh there's there, there's a bunch of different ones with multiple ember or even just like with enhancements sometimes you can get multiple ember on stuff now certainly you can and sometimes it's a good thing to purge cards without um uh you know pips on them um maybe even purge your opponents ember control purge there burn the stockpile or something right um which uh but but it, you always have that option even if you're not using it in that way so uh there's just so many reasons to love to love well Infernus. in in furnace is a value train mm-hmm. right like you number one i think i think ewok said it past two weeks flexibility right i can get some ember control out of him i can pur i can purge cards that i don't want to see from my deck which makes and, it more efficient, right? Which makes it more and efficient, it, and then I or I can I can purge problem cards for me that maybe I don't want to see again. So Infernus is just a value train. Yeah, if I'm running a big giant board deck, oh, I just removed your C. Guess what? Now you don't have that. You were depending on it. You were counting on it. It's in your deck. And eh, too much of a problem. Amber control, Drez. You already went ahead and talked about that. So you know if you have those key cards, I I really like utility cards i think in furnaces definitely there i will say the next one shatterstorm Ooh, it is a mars beast and uh i, I got a chance to face erie daily again with uh mars <laughs> mars and shatterstorm and when you have the ability to consistently cycle and every turn play that shatterstorm against you it's it's brutal so shatterstorm if you're not familiar is going to go ahead and yeah we can we can play a, play some good that's a third right yeah, it is a th- it is a third. Um, but I, was I don't know. Read. I don't know who made that decision to make it a third. I can barely well, divide I, in half. Oh, well, you multiply by three. It's easier. Yeah, it's multiply by three. I don't feel that is. Uh, is that one hard for you, Wookie? Should have multiplied by two. I've, that's so. Many, shat, that's too many sh- fingers. Shatterstorm. And toes, sir. Yeah, Shatterstorm is uh, Mars action that says play lose all your amber oh this isn't the one i was thinking of but yes. then your opponent loses triple the amount of your amber you lost this way so i think the key piece here is that you're forced to lose all of your amber 
right there. And, and that's what stops most individuals. Um, but in the right decks, with the ability to go ahead and generate quite a bit for Mars, it does some wonders. And for a chance uh, in the right deck to be able to actually pull some key cheat with MG, Martian Generosity, and Key Abduction, uh, you don't need that Amber as much as you would think. You can just play with cards. So Shatterstorm can do some wonders. Oh, never mind. You need to put it on there. Yeah, no. Shatter- I, I haven't seen Shatterstorm in a long time, actually, to be honest with you. That's because it's in bad Coda Mars decks, yeah, which sure, you see in Reversal, sure. which is mm-hmm. real fun because you you see it in Reversal and then... Um, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It just everybody loses. Go on forever. (laughs) Nobody wins. Everybody loses. You 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 say that, but the deck that I had to face for my league uh, for Erie Daily, I faced um, previously when I was subbing in for Rickster, and I faced here in KFBL, and it said, "What is it? A ninety-one SAS deck? It is not something to go ahead and close your eyes at. You have to know. And once that Mars house is set up." It's got two Mars first. It's got three proliferators. It has uh, Martian generosity, no key abduction there, but frankly, it doesn't need it. It just goes ahead and spits things out and it is able to play that chatter storm turn after turn after turn. It gets you in a lock and, and that's, that's a way to be able to go ahead and say, yep, you're in this lock. You're not doing anything. So good luck. Goodbye. What's the wind condition then? What's the wind condition? Oh, yeah. it goes ahead because it can actually generate more than six amber in a turn from its oh, Mars seed. Okay. So you, I basically was able to withstand. So it generates multiple. six, forges the key, then generates a couple amber, then shatter storms to basically have you lose all your. Correct. Then you lost yours. And all right, it really right. needs to generate is two, and which is easy enough to be able to be right. there. Because well, that makes sense. Y- if you spit out, I mean, there's a harvester that's there. There's uh, multiple Mars pieces. And as long as you're not throwing all three of the proliferators out, you just use the proliferator and the Mars first in order to cycle your Mars first proliferator and your um, and the Shatterstorm. The yeah, MG2. It's a good card. Yeah, it is a good card. It, it is kind of a weird one in that. It can be real good, but it can also it can also do nothing. to just some terrible 
reversal decks because because you are sinking your own ember, right? You need it's good in a deck where you have ways to generate a whole bunch, forge, and then tank your opponent. Um, Is but Shatterstorm an AOA? Um. Mm, All right, now I gotta look. I want to know because now I have an idea. Yes, it Coda is an AOA. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I have an idea. It's not a good one, by the way, by any means. Well, actually, it's a very good one. Just I don't think anybody's gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's another one, it's another one of those of being as fully degenerate as possible. Um. I mean that's lose is lose. I don't know is is lose a one to because okay so it says on decks of keyforge loses a one to one ratio. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. Steel is also a one to one. Is also one to one, but I feel steel should be one to two. Well, you get for steel, you also get. But I've created a two ember swing. Right, so you get expected ember for steel as well as oh, yeah, so that that one for the steel yeah, goes to expected. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. What I also think is interesting because a, a number of the cards that were added in: Bumpsy, Crumb, Grenade, Squib, Lomir, Flame Fist, Screech Bomb. All of those are car- Coda cards, and so you're looking. I mean, it, there's a little asterisk there with Coda Brobnar, but think mm-hmm. about with this information, the definition coming out from Coda not really being changed. Um, how much those cards. You'll still see. I think they're very valuable. Yeah. But if you're not playing Coda, it's just it's not a major stat anymore. It's not a major impact. I'd like to see it come back. I definitely would. I did I'd like, like to see Lewis come back. Yeah, I did like Coda Brobnar. You know, I think. Uh, and I think as I was just scrolling through, this is a little bit why, right? There was all these different cards that could just ping away your well, opponent's Co- Ember and try right. to keep Coda Brobnar was very focused. Well, I don't want to say focused. But Coda Brabnar had more lose mm-hmm. than anything, Definitely. right? So Definitely. Brabnar had a, had a purpose in Coda where, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I can't remember the deck. I've, I've borrowed it to Ewok before, but that had, you know, it had it had a couple Bumpsies. Um, it had the other one. Well, Bumpsies play, and then your opponent loses one. And then I'm forgetting the other guy who is like fight, and your opponent loses one. Uh, Grok. Grok. It had one of those in there. It had a screech bomb in there. You know, like there was Ember Control in the house. And it was possible, you know, it was possible to whittle it away down with the Brobnar house. And it was probably Crump, actually, if it was Coda. But, maybe uh, it was yeah, Crump. Yeah. I can't. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Grok didn't come out to World Clyde, right? No, maybe he came out in AOA. He was uh, AOA, I think. Yeah. Either way, uh, we should move into Steel because loses. I mean, some of these are pretty straightforward. Lose is lose, you know. It's okay, but it's not steel. Are you talking about Sir N. Bear Blossom? Yes, that's the one, Bear Blossom. I know. It, it's it's your favorite from the day. Uh, for, oh, from back. Well, you know, Bear Blossom was my favorite, and then I, I still have the one. I still have it in the, the box that, uh, what's his name, gave to me in... Trying to think, like I'm drawing a blank on names today for some reason, but he made us boxes. He made us Archon's corner boxes, um, little That's deck cool. boxes, and I still have. I, I have Bear Blossom in one, and I have uh, the old school. I'm still waiting for when uh, Library Access gets un unmodified because I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. You're just waiting for all cards to get yeah. un. 
unerratted. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just, it's, I, it's okay. I, it's, the memory will uh, slip, and he'll forget Lokakar and others. I will. He'll probably forget. He'll probably forget me and she. I'll forget, soon dude. Forget. You know what? This is a this is a problem for me because there's a lot of the times where I'm like, I can't remember anything today, and it's a big problem for me. I just I have those days where I'm just you know and uh, listen right now as a time of recording it's the 31st right if you are in retail you know that was one thing it's the end of the month and that means you are scrounging to get all your numbers together in that final push for the end of the month and I'll tell you what we're having a contest right now and one store was beating me and me and my DM are just scrounging any way we can figure out to get that to get us above that other store hopefully we win you cut their power lines. Well, I mean, they're in Minnesota, so that's going to be a that's going to be a big drive. But uh, all right, let's move into Next. Steel. My my favorite, the the only Ember Control worth having. Steel. It Why is. do you love it so much, sir? Because it's uh, again, I think. Well, like you said, it goes into that expected Ember, but it's a two. Anytime you steal one Ember, that's a two Ember swing. You you have taken one of theirs, so you have put them behind, and you have gotten yourself ahead. I mm-hmm. I love things like Relentless Whispers. Love that card. I get an Ember, and I take one of yours, and then I put it by me. Such a great card. Relentless Whispers, fantastic card. Ronnie, I think Ronnie is... Ronnie might still be one of the top five cards in the game. It was really good. I mean, when, when we're talking like... Cards you just love to see and are just effective no matter what period, end of story. Like, I think you got Infernus on there. You've got um, you've got Control the Week, which I think now you can kind of like say like Control the Week and what's the new version of Control of the Week that came from MM? The uh, Mark of Dis. Mark of Dis. Like, that's, that's the same card, really, right? Like, more or less. It's the same card. And then, That's similar, right? They're growing up to the same thing, yeah. Right, and then and then like um, I'm sorry, Ronnie wrist locks, just bare minimum top ten card. I I think we should do that. We should get a top ten card list of all the cards for everything. For, for well, no, whole, no, just over the just whole shebang. All yeah, like all 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 five sets, mm-hmm. uh, all six sets. I'm sorry, right? Mm-hmm. And just what are the best cards? Because I think Ronnie is going to be on there. And you got like you got routine job like I mean two routine jobs is good, but you want that four routine job. So Maybe. are you talking an like, individual card by itself, or are you talking in tandem? Because no, nope, one, nope. one it can't it can't nope. be like if I have this card, this card's great. Like, no, but you're no matter what job you want four, one right. of them. Yeah, who cares? Well, you'll never get just one. You'll always get a pair. All right. Well, we're gonna refocus you, my friend. Refocus me. We're going back to steel. Get your lists ready. Keyforge bingo. Here we go. But Jr., what what do we got in steel? Tell, all t- right. Tell, so, tell me about my favorite stat. Well, your favorite stat. You're all about Ian the Fringes, Schuler, Scrivener, Fabian, Urchin. I, you're all about urchins. Bow Nithings for MM. See Relentless whispers. So some nice. Uh, Actions there, Ronnie, Swindle, Routine Job, and uh, Bait and Switch. And even before we were, we were casting, uh, Sh- Wookie is still trying to go ahead and make an argument that Bait and Switch should be un... Um, 100% should be un- unerratted. 
Unerata. You're on unerata. a real unerata kick. I, I think we should go back to basics. <laughs> I think we should unerata. See, I, I, I often wonder, like, if, if we unerata a lot of these cards that are eroded, like, does it affect with the speed of the game right now and how fast mass mutation is? Like, if we unerated it, would it even matter? Would it even affect it? We could talk about that in a different show. We're talking about yeah. steel right now. Keep going. And then the last one that was there was our fiends coming from MM um, when the destroyed effects. So they're destroyed. They get cycled back. Um, I did not see. Oh my goodness! I don't know how we missed it. So many though. There, there are there it, there is. But what is our shadows that you should see in MM that you're cycling back? That is Red your penny. red penny. So I mean that that was the big one that I would see there. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of, like, you know, if you go back to the original Coda, right, there's, like, Dodger and yep. Naughty, and, like, there's so many. There's so many, right? Well, but uh, I, th I think this is one of those pieces, the ability to quickly play, so in action, you're going to most likely get that off. Um, the ability for a creature to be able to be reused, and we see that more in the next area. Um, I guess if you keep yeah, the fringes there, um, you get some utility, but... For the most part, that just kind of dies. Um, but just the chance for... I would much rather have a Ronnie or a bow or an Urchin than I would to have an Umbra. What do you guys think? Would you prefer to have that creature or... Nah. Yeah. No, Ronnie. you want... I, I want it right away. Especially, it right. You uh, want uh, the immediate effect, especially for Ember Control, right? Because Umbra's Ember so Control is very timing-based, right? Um, stealing or, or really any of these. Well, especially when we get to like key cross increase, right? Uh, but it's so much more effective when your opponent has a lot of ember, right? If your opponent has zero ember, stealing does diddly squat, right? Um, but like, but if they have a whole bunch of ember, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Then you want to do it now, right? You don't want to play your dodger or your umbra and then maybe next turn but probably not because you probably won't call shadows again for a while maybe you'll get to steal right that's not that great right you really want to say hey i want to call shadows or whatever house because i want to stop my opponent from forging now and maybe get myself into a forge position and suddenly the tables have turned and right? so you need you need immediate actions and you need on play effects for creatures the thing about creatures and their creature control, I don't know what Umbra actually... Um, I don't know if somebody has a deck in DOK readily available that has an Umbra in it. Um, yeah. But, like, the thing about Umbra, it just, again, it's it has to survive. Yep. Which is a real... Which, which a lot of the times is a real bummer. Right? Because you're like, oh, I got the Ember. No, I don't. And I got the Ember control, and it's gone. It reminds so, me of that, like, South Park episode. We're going to move some stocks over here, shuffle some stuff over here, and it's gone. That's Umbra, because he's going to die before you get back to him. Yeah, so Umbra is a Shadows uh, two-power elf thief creature skirmish, uh, and then fight steal one. 
Okay, so I just I just found him. Um, he only equivoc uh, he only gives you point seven four in Ember Control, which, if you ask me, is far too high. Well, it, the Ember it Control looks- can range from half a uh, so five tenths to one whole. Yeah, which is still too high. Like I, I, this is one of those things. Like when we talk about Ember Control, this is what you have to look for, right? Like Umbra is not. Umbra is not hard uh, what am i looking for like he's not hardcore he's not hardcore ember control. he's not guaranteed he's right? not he's a not guaranteed, guaranteed ember control ember he's not a charrette yep. which is a guaranteed three ember on charrette which is going to delay them a turn or or even like a mermook right which increase the key costs um that that's going to happen like you're you're better off i'm just trying to think who was the five power was it schuler no that seems wrong. The well, five, power, five power. Yeah, five power, you know, fight, steal one. No, that's Dodger. No, Dodger. Dodger. Dodger, okay. Dodger. So e- even he was a little more reliable, but still at five, you know, maybe, maybe yeah. not. I might get something. Might not. Well, I, th- I think the main piece here is that in order for a creature to stand out, there's a lot of creature control. We had gone through that last week. But you're actually looking at having to come back to a house. And with three houses, a play effect is a lot more valuable than going ahead and having to call a house twice in a row to get any use out of it. Yep. Um, so you hear hey, that, Aaron? Uh, hey, from FFG, make more on play effects. <laughs> it's the only ones that matter. No way. We want more World's Collide Brobnar. No, Ugh. stop that. Stop that. <laughs> all, right, all right. Hey, sheep. Hey, sheep. Got a question for you. Would you rather have an Umbra or a Bat Drone, and why? Bat Drone. Mm. Because it's in a house with less amber control. Mm. And I think... Effectively the same, except for that. Except for that. But I would actually go ahead and put... Bat drone is more viable as a use, in my opinion, because the sets that it's in, I am more likely to come back to that house with creatures in it. Logos repeat in AOA or Coda? They're not good. No, they're not good. But I'm going to tell you that with Mother's or some other pieces, it comes back. All right, Mother's reap if they live, so that's fine. But uh, (laughs) Umbra's. Yeah, I mean, like. They're a crapshoot a piece to me, <laughs> but I, I just tend to say Bat Drone because it could take the spot of that guy with the D name, and he's really bad. De- Dexter. <laughs> Dexter. Yeah, getting any more Dexters is sad. Or I'd take him. I don't know. I wonder. I'm just him or Quixo. Mm. Quixo. Dexter or Quixo. A- Pens. No, no, no. Bat drone or quick so. Oh, bat drone or quick so. Yeah. I was like, I'm definitely taking quick so. Is that even a question? What kind of question so, are you asking here? I, I do think that actually seeing Amber Control and Logos, which has very, very little, um, that is valuable. Um, what you have to keep in mind is you can only steal how much Amber your opponent has. So 
if you're actually playing a really heavy steel deck, there is a piece for building up a giant board, making, you know, depending on what they have for creature control, but building up the board and then being able to reap it out again and again and again. Um, that is a viable strategy that I've seen. Um, and with shadows, if you are looking at an Umbra or you're looking at a Dodger, there's only so much that you can steal. And there's frankly a lot of other actions that yeah, you're going to be using. There's reap, always so. space dollars. Yes, to you, steal. you can, you can reap. There's always space dollars to steal. Yeah. Always. I don't know. I, I think that what FFG did do a nice job with is actually to incorporate steel hate later on. Um, and so you see that through cards like discombobulator, Gargantadon, Oduak, Red Hand Registry, and Vault Keeper. I know Vault Keeper was there from the beginning. It's just, it's too easy to be able to kill an individual creature. Um, and so, well, they, know, didn't, they, didn't, like, they didn't make the creature big enough. Who is, is it? What, what is the one? It's not Oduak. He's a six or, car. Oduak What's five. the one I'm thinking of? Od- Oduak's it? five. Oh, I'm sorry. Oduak's you're saying, five. You're saying, you're saying Vault Keeper. Vault Keeper was there from Coda. No, he was there. I'm saying that their mistake with Vault Keeper is they didn't make him big enough. Like, so, who's well, the 16 so power it... dinosaur? Yeah, so Vault, yeah, Vault the, Keeper, the... for anyone following along at home, is a sanctum, uh, sanctum creature, four power, one armor, spirit knights. Your amber cannot be stolen. Now, what? sometimes I've wondered, right, because Vault Keeper is a rare. And it came up Coda, as a rare, correct. Yeah, Steel, Steel was king, and I didn't really see Vault Keeper decks running around that much, right? Well, you gotta remember, if, Sanctum was pretty garbage. Sure. In Coda. But what if it was uncommon? Like, sometimes I wonder, if they had just made it uncommon, would that have changed the meta? Would there have been enough folks with, hey, I've got a, you know, got a double Vault Keeper deck, and I've got some. Uh, you I think know, he was too small. He was too small. Uh, I think it, I, yeah. I think four power one armor was fine. I think that you needed to actually put it in the common field. I know that we need to see our common. more powerful. Wow. Yeah, and and I do. I think that in the common slot, because if you're looking at Sanctum, it has capture there, and it would have been a disruptive piece. But outside of that, Sanctum from Coda just did not offer enough to be super competitive. Well, there's never yeah. been, I don't think, right? A common, or wait, Odoak is common. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I so guess Odoak is world, common. That's why World's Glide gig- came in. Gigantosaurus? Yeah. Is that the 16 it, power creature? It says you're Gargantadon. 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 Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you just your ember cannot be stolen. I mean, wow. and, and if 16 power, like that, I think that was the real, real big, like, it's not just your that. amber can't be stolen. It's your stolen amber becomes captured amber. Oh, instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, either they way. Totally should make a Gigantosaurus, though, Wookiee. I agree. Gigantosaurus, yeah. But yeah, they should make that. And then a Redonkosaurus. And yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. But let's move yeah, into it, key cost increase. Well, hold on. Be- before you get off, that, oh, I-, I think that the important piece for Gargantadon. Okay, so 16 yeah. power, Beast Saurian. Gargantadon enters play, stun. Gargantadon only deals four when fighting. Fine. But looking at the next piece, which is the key piece you're looking at, each amber that would be stolen is captured by a creature controlled by the active player instead. This is a symmetrical piece. So do not go ahead and miss that. Now, typically you have Saurian, so you're not terribly worried. Um, but I have seen a couple people try and go ahead and capture steel, and it's just it, it's going to go ahead and you know that steel is going to be captured. 
if if Gargantuan is out. Kikos increase. Mm-hmm. This is kind of an evil, uh, evil. I'm looking at evil eye. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. Um, I do like me some key cost increase. Um, number of them in here. Garcia, Lash of Broken Dreams, Edai. All very, very, very good. Proc, you don't see it. Was Proc a rare? Proclamation 346E? Yeah. yeah. yeah Redder Gallum, another good one. Quadricorder, probably one of the best increased cards. Well, maybe not. He's probably behind Edai. Edai 4x4 was just... That card is so busted. You guys, you guys complain about all the busted cards. I want to unarata. Edai is a busted card. <laughs> let, let, let me let, let me go ahead and archive a card and make your key cost plus one for each card archived. That's not a busted card, but we're we're complaining well, one about fate and switch. Isn't busted, but uh, you know, if you got a whole ton of them and recurring, now you're in business. Well, I mean, well, I guess one of them can. One of them's not very busted. But just the amount of of archiving in Worlds Collide, which is where Edai came out, and even into Mass Mutation, the amount you were able to do, like that made Edai pretty pretty busted. Well, again, you're you're looking at util- you're looking at utility archiving sure. a card, increasing key costs. You can do it to make them pay. Again, it's the race. But why is Edai why is Edai va- valuable? It's in the common slot. Think if Edai was in an uncommon slot or a rare slot, you wouldn't have that same argument. Yeah, but it becomes powerful because of the common. Yeah. So we really do, if you want the next set to take off and to really have meaning, throw your power cards into the common slot and allow it to be in most of your decks. And lots of people love it when they're playing sealed with it or when you're playing you know, for your Archon. I mean, I think yeah. what what was Nathan's deck at the Worlds Collide sealed? Was it was it a triple Edai deck? Well, it was triple Edai, right? Well, one of the things that makes Eddie so good is he's in a set that has both TMTP and uh, International Graph. Mm-hmm. IG. Um, Grump Scaling. Buggy. Control, Grump Buggy yeah. was a as a card that never actually. I mean, Grump Buggy did have a thing, but I feel like Grump Buggy never really took off. I, just maybe because it's an AOA. Grump Buggy. You just it was, it was an AOA period card, right? Yeah. Yep. I don't think it's in any other set. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not. Yeah, it was AOA period. It's not. Yeah, now that there's things that are bigger than Bromnar, it's no longer useful. 
happen. Well, but that that's the whole piece. As soon as Worlds Collide came out, you now have dinos that become bigger, and so Grunt Buggy becomes essentially a, a toss card. It, it doesn't become valuable unless it's in the right matchup. And you know, any deck can, any two decks, you can have an advantage there. But looking at large later sets, Grunt Buggy was kind of sidelined. I think Pismire is a really nice card, um, highlighting the mutant trait um, and being able to increase the key costs. I actually like cards like Edai or Pismire where you can have multiples and you know have that impact. Um, Pismire, Edai is guys- just above and beyond good. Like Edai is good. He's just a good mm-hmm. card. He's got that flexibility. Pismire, eh, uh, if you are facing an opponent who is offset, you're all set. If you are facing mm-hmm. an opponent who's on set, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still like it. I like it quite uh, yeah. a bit. It's it's untamed, right? He could, um, ever control and untamed, and which there's not a lot of. And right, you are in the driver's seat, right? You can say, "Ooh, they do have you know another mutant in me, so let me knock out a couple guys, and suddenly I'm in good shape, right?" So you can uh, make it work. He fires if you have more mutants, but it's not the other way around, right? Yeah, no, it's it's no. just it, it's all upside for you, right? Hey, play right. a couple more mutants on your turn, and now you're in business, right? So, um, I like him quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, prevent forging. Um, this is one of the things that I see. Like one of the like, there's not much here. Miasma, miasma, miasma bomb. Key forgery, key imps. I don't know if I can. Well, I guess they do prevent forgery. Um, yeah, you can't so forge your first, second, they, or third key. Yeah, gold. Yeah. They, prevent, uh, they prevent was, happiness, too. It was such a great idea and concept, but just like yeah. never came out functionality, functionality wise. Right. Um, Cease Forge, HOTF, Heart of the Forest. Love that card. Um, so, what? We got <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We only have eight cards that prevent forging in the game. Really? The three. Well, I'm counting. Yeah, I mean, there's I'm, not that many. Yeah. Are, are we missing? We're probably missing one somewhere, but. I don't think so. I, I actually really don't think so. Yeah. Like, again, Miasma, probably still the greatest of all these cards. Miasma bombs, a little too slow, can be destroyed. Um, the imps just don't function. Like, maybe they do, but there's a really good chance they just You need don't. a key cheat, and, like, the problem is, like, you get them in a sealed deck, and if you don't have a key cheat, uh, especially, like, the gold key imp, like, if you play it, like, basically you just lock the game down, right? Because right. your opponent can't kill it on their turn, because then they'll give the game to you, and you can't kill it on your turn, you'll give the game to them. So, like, it... Yeah, I, I just don't like them because because of the sealed... The sealed situation. I, I I'm okay. I like the idea of the imps. I just they yeah. just they never they never function. Yeah, bronze or silver is okay, I guess, but like the gold one just just bothers me. I don't like that card at all. So that's the one of the pieces for game design that you want to look at. Locking out from first or second key is significantly better because it's not locking out the game. Uh, I do think that they the game design they actually did a very nice job by bringing in Seasforge. So see. Forge, Star Alliance, uh, Artifact Law, 
Uh, play, put two time counters on Seasforge. Players cannot forge keys. At the start of your turn, remove a time counter from Seasforge, then destroy it if there are no time counters on it. Um, I think this is a real evolution from Heart of the Forest and the Imps for that third lock um, because there is a time piece, and it actually gives the advantage to the person who <laughs> is playing Seasforge. Uh, so. Uh... Okay, I, I I guess yeah. I I mean I'm not a huge. I I get it. I'm not a huge fan of Seasforge just because like you got to play it at the right time. If you don't play it at the right time, I mean I guess at least you get a number for it. Um, that's the, that's the whole piece. It's a rare, and if you don't go ahead and play it at the right time, then it it's not going to lock up the game. Right. It can be really strong though. Mm-hmm. It can be. No, it 100 percent can yeah. be. Um, but it also can 100% also just be a dead card. I don't know so, about I mean, you guys. Can, but like, it, it's so strong. Like, because even if you've got Amber Control, right? If they... so or, or Artifact Control, right? So they can still stall for one turn, even if you've got that hard removal, right? Uh, so, yeah, I guess if they have Borrow, now, now you've given your opponent the advantage, but but even with with hard artifact control, you play it out. Hey, you're okay. Your opponent didn't win on on the beginning of their turn, and in order to, uh, you know, cheat cheat, they've got to both right because it's not like Miasma, right? They've got to both destroy Seize Forge and cheat cheat. So then, even if they're able to kill Seize Forge, they're still often giving you the the opportunity to to win on your next turn. Uh, even if you don't get the two full turns, it ah, it's really good. It's it's a real strong card. I'll agree with you. It's fun, um, and can come in handy. I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not hard looking for any Seas Forge decks. You know, oh, but it, here, how how many have we run into in competitive play? Seas Forge. Yeah, they're not just running around. I mean, I just did a quick little well, DOK search, and I mean, you have a couple decks that are are up there, but you just don't see them. So it's not something that you need to worry about because you need to have other cards, thirty five other cards that are going to go ahead and deal with it. You know, complement it, be able to make a good solid deck, and it's coming in DT. I mean, there's there's a lot of different pieces, but I think yeah. we worry when it's it's not really a big concern. No, it's not. All right, captured Ember, the worst kind of Ember. Buh. I hate it. Dan loves captured Ember. Dan, tell me about your Ember Pinatas. Captured Ember, right? Like, it just sits on a creature until they kill it. It's gotten better since Coda, but it's still not <clears throat> good. Um, I mean, that about sums it up. No, I, it's just well, the leg. It got... I, Way better. I mean, I'll, I'll tell me. you, Anthony is probably the best, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Anthony's sure. big, but he he leaks. He's leaky. Well, he's he leaky, leaky. That's fine, but it's only one at a time. I don't know. Yeah. I think that Worlds Collide was the perfect spot for Captured Amber, and it's because of the other cards that supplement or protect it. Um. Otherwise, they are just simply amber pinatas. They're they're waiting for you to be able to go ahead and blow up. There's some some synergy when you're playing shadows, and you know you have some big <laughs> TMTP to go ahead and set it up. But for the most part, you want to put that amber out and then say, "Come, 
come and do something with it. So you're looking for tribute six semper. You're looking for, you know, exile after tributing. You're looking for being able to use it with Glyrophine and Ideal. Even Brachus or Imperial Forge. Um, I think the other piece that's often missed from Worlds Collide is just the ability to ward it. Um, ward that or Ludo. Fight, <laughs> fight with it as soon as possible if you have a Ludo that's out there um, to be able to kill it off. Those are things that are important. Um, because then it's, it essentially becomes not captured Amber, but it becomes a lost Amber for your opponent. So good. Yeah, I think I, I always, uh, or always, but like th from time to time, I would look at decks and be like, oh, well, maybe this will be okay because I'll see I have a TMTP or, or something. Uh, so, like, all right, I'm going to capture all their ember and then I'm going to wait and then I'm going to kill all my guys and then they're going to have a million ember and then I'm going to capture all but six and I'm going to win. Um, How's that, that working out? Happen. How's that working out for you? Well, I mean, there are decks that could do that well, but I feel like they're kind of few and far between right mm -hmm. like like the there's not a lot of good ways to wipe out your entire board in in shadows for example right if you want to play that that tmtp right um uh you know uh, poison wave <laughs> i mean how many guys are you killing with that right like maybe a bunch but like but what are you capturing with right you're in coda right you're capturing with your sanctum armored dudes right so that doesn't really work too well uh i guess if you have a drumble right that that could be good but um overall it's it, it's a little tricky right um graft with with you know um logos to some extent right but but again you're but you're, you're probably setting up for multiple turns to make this all work and any setup that's going to take multiple turns where you got to call multiple houses in the right order you know, a good opponent is going to be able to take advantage of that, and it it can be hard to pull off. Which is why, in some ways, you know, Worlds Collide Saurians are good, because they can they can do some of these silly things in a single turn. Uh, not only can they will be doing mm -hmm. silly things in a single turn. Yep. Yep. Tribute city state. Yep. Senator Brackus Imperial Forge. Exile. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh. And is that game? Yeah. Oh, good pool. game. Yeah. Whirlpool is new with right. capture. Oh. Yeah. Capture. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I uh, I actually just finished my swindle match, so I was uh, highly distracted there. Did but you win? Really? All you guys, I did win. Yay for Doctor Drasray! Oh my god, that name is so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Bad. All right, Best. capture from your own sides. So this is another one where we don't we don't see a ton of it. Nope. Um, we are missing one card, and I can't remember the name of it, unfortunately. Um, on our list, uh, capture from your own side. Martin's needs Ember, Hypnotic Command, Mind Warper, Scooped. Um, there is another one that is like Hypnotic Command, but significantly worse. Because Hypnotic Command, you capture one, your opponent captures one from their own side for each Mars creature you have. There was another mm -hmm. one that was capture one. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just steal one. Maybe it was like steal uh, one from your opponent for each ready Mars creature. Oh, the, the, yes, that was the, um, the, I'm drawing a blank on what it is. That's wrong. 
It's like there's like a circle of Mars dudes. Like yeah, yeah. It's stuff. like three Mars dudes it's, in a circle and holding hands. So it, it's Psychic Network. That's which is a Mars action play. Steal one for each friendly ready Mars creature. Yeah. So you have to have Mars creatures out. They have to be ready, and then you steal for each friendly. Yes, that's the one. Uh, but hypnotic command, so good. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get why there's like tiers of the tiers of quality there. The one that they have to be ready versus you just have to have creatures down and just the because FFG did not want you to play Mars and Coda. How <laughs> it went, just like they didn't want you to play Brobnar and Worlds Collide. I don't know. I got, well, no, I got Mar- nothing Mar- on Mars needs Amber. Each damaged enemy non-Mars creature captures one from their own side. So you're capturing from your own side, but you have to be damaged. So that's the stipulation that's on here versus the stipulation of having ready Mars. They're both stipulations. It's odd that they're forcing Mars to be able to have these stipulations where, frankly, Shadows doesn't, but... I remember at one time when we thought it was going to be Mars needs Ember Phosphorus. No, it wasn't one Phosphorus Stars. What was it? Um, the one where you Ammonia don't... Cloud? No, Ammonia Clouds is in Coda. Maybe it was Phosphorus Stars? The one oh, deal, for, deal fork damage to each enemy creature if you could... Block oh, Phloxum. Yeah, we, we We thought that was going to be a pretty sweet combo. Never panned out. This I mean, they're all, I have seen decks that can do it, but they are pretty few and far between. Um, actually, I feel like I've played against some of those weird decks in like adaptive situations where it's like, wait, do I want to kill my own guys or do I not want to kill my own guys? Kill them all. It's like, just, yeah, it's like tricky. I, I stuff actually like I'm of the thought where we should just play cards um, and actually never have creatures on the board. I love those days in Kota where you just didn't have to worry about the board. <laughs> Oh my goodness, those were good. It was just play cards, win game. Oh, so good. Um, actually, one of the recent KFPL games, I had a really sweet play that I chose to take and blow up my own side of the board. There was, uh, I think, one or two creatures at that point, but he had uh, just gone ahead and he had Golden Spiral and Cincy out. And so it was, it was going to be a matter of lights out because of the ability to keep playing and cycling. And that's exactly what you do. You you break your board, you destroy it, and uh, since he then went away, so th- there are definitely reasons why you want to blow up your own board. It very rarely happens for a one uh, one sided board wipe on your own side, but there are choices. There certainly are. Um, gas pipes, Malone. By the way, just pull that out. Gas yeah, pipe. tell me about gas pipe, Malone. I mean, he does, he does the same thing. Captures from opponent captures from outside who are mm-hmm. fights. It's okay. So, uh, prevention. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about prevention. Because, I mean, why take away your opponent's ember or stop them from forging? I mean, you just prevent it from getting it in the first place, right? Now, is Matt, I guess, Master of Grey's prevention. Master yeah, of Grey was so good against MM. Yeah. Yeah, hey, those pips, poof, don't Gone. matter. Don't matter. Yep. But the, your critters can still reap. They can. Critters Unless be running you wild. Joya. <laughs> Unless you have Barrister Joya, where, what does Barrister Joya say? Opponent's creatures cannot reap. And, There's a bunch uh, of these. I, uh, I don't know 
know why everyone likes the, Joya. There was so I guess just can't reap. Yeah, I it was five power in, one armor. Right, yeah. it, she's also hard to kill. Right, so um, uh, and there's I don't think there's any other cards that are that reap Haiti. Like there are. Oh, did like you even is, play AOA, bro? Well, so well, so there's stun. stun. Right. Yeah, there's, which is different. That was so much right? re- there was so much repaint in AOA. It was like they would never wanted the game to finish. Well, yeah, Inky Gloom, Opposition Research, and Dry the River yeah. are all yeah, pretty heavy true. repaint cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that dinosaur or no Shadowsaurus? No, what am I Not Necrosaurus. Necrosaurus. Yeah, if, if you go oh, ahead, right. Yeah, they got something all right we didn't pull this category together so well no <laughs> no because i mean there's so many cards in aoa that it's reap repate you know no. yeah i don't i actually lost the other night because of a freaking orb of invidious <laughs> oh gosh so i i think of that as creature control but i don't maybe i don't know is it pre- ember control is it prevention maybe orb? yeah explain dan says after a creature reaps, stun it. So then, like, my amber control was all reap-based amber control. So you couldn't control their amber? I could control it one turn, but not the next turn. Yeah, so it's re- it's re- it's repate. For sure. But repate is definitely prevents amber generation, because the rest of my creatures were stunned from the previous turn, so, like, I get to unstun them. And I don't make any amber, and I lost the freaking game. Mm. That makes me very sad. You seem upset about this. Like this is this is actually the repaint cards from AOA have gotten consistently better. Like that's part of why AOA was considered so bad against Coda is top end Coda didn't need to reap, right? So all these repaint cards were just like dumb. Uh, and then kind of the same thing in AOA. Not quite to the extent, but like repaint in AOA, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't good enough to compete, so repaint never got its spot. But now AOA decks wreck face on Star Alliance decks and all these decks that just want to call the same house again and again. So it's uh definitely a thing. Are you trying to make a case for AOA again? AOA best set. You do that often. <laughs> you do that so, often. So, so Nero, by the way, Nero Taurus. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so Inky Gloom uh, and these guys, these did not show up in my uh, hey, we, we're going to start recording on a podcast in the next 10 minutes. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little bit of research. Um, um, <laughs> because they are not listed as having uh, Amber Control on DOK. Inky Gloom is 0.5 Creature Control, right? Sorry, Opposition Research is going to be the same thing. The way that uh, DOK calcs it, they don't don't even consider it Amber Control. What's interesting is uh, Nero Taurus, so six power Saurian dinosaur politician cre- uh, creature, so fight enemy creatures cannot reap. During your opponent's next turn, reap. Enemy creatures cannot fight during your opponent's next turn. It, it does present an issue if you get it out, but it's one card. It's only worth uh, 2,500, so a quarter of a point. 
Yeah, it's a, you know, and it can be quite good, right? Um, this mm-hmm. was actually one of the cards I had in my, the deck, the sealed deck that I played at uh, Keyforge Live, and um, that just that ability at the right moment to prevent my opponents from reaping. That definitely saved me a couple games and uh, won, won me out because my opponent couldn't create enough Ember. Um, you know, maybe in a full Archon situation, they're going to have more ways to deal with him and it's less less good. But um, but I I do like Neotars. All right, All right, let's talk some payment. That's where I was headed because this is the worst form of Ember control. Does it even get Ember control points? Does it? I don't think know. so. It does if you have Customs Office out and you want to play it and you don't have any Ember. <laughs> I, just... I mean, Customs Office, Tentacus, uh, Anita, Anita the, the Trader. trader. Yep. Eh. They're payment. No, you're not. They are payment, like 100%. But what a terrible form yeah, of Ember it, control. So. It's not the best, though. It is interesting. Like, I feel like on TCO, it's way better because your opponent will just like artifact, artifact, <laughs> artifact. And they're like, wait a second. Where's all my ever going? <laughs> whereas, whereas in person, I feel like after the first one, they'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. it's so easy on TCO. Like, <laughs> yep. Because when it's Cooking like, so when it, yeah, because it doesn't mm. ask. It's not like, no, nobody ever reads the little right hand chat. You know what no, I mean? No. Nobody ever looks cool. at that and goes, wait a minute, where's all my ember going? Not until like, they realize they have zero don't, ember. Don't, don't say that nobody does that. Yeah, lots of people do. Do they? I don't. We don't, because we're all bad. I haven't looked at a deck list in like a year. <laughs> well, that's because you don't know what any of the cars do, so it doesn't help. That's not, that's, <laughs> that's not true at all, unfortunately. I just... Well, like, you know, I don't know. Whenever, every Sunday night, I, I don't care what you're playing. It's not that serious. <laughs> I mean, I guess, unless you're Dan, I guess maybe it is that serious. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Destroyed keys. I don't know if any one of these destroying keys has ever been successful. <gasps> All the time. Yeah. All the time. Especially Often to you know, no great effect. You know that wild <laughs> wormhole into the key hammer. That's, oh, that's my favorite. That's definitely not lost somebody a game. Uh, <laughs> I have definitely gone ahead and utilized groundbreaking discovery in order to destroy key, and that has some real effect. I even gone ahead and pulled off the abnormal break key, um, even to be able to stall for the turn. Like they're going for the third key, you don't have it, so you go ahead and can push, take back a key. Fine, here you go. You form the second one. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're super situational. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, there have been moments. But, like, I feel like, so your break key, your key hammer, without 
without backup, it's often not great, right? Because, uh, yeah, if you can key hammer lash, yeah, now now maybe that's something interesting. Although, although you know, the key cost. So actually, we didn't get into this key cost, but like this just made me think of it. So key hammer lash, right? So so that can be quite good, right? Because you're you're increasing key cost by three, mm-hmm. but. But it can also be sometimes not that great because sometimes you're you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna go into this so I can key hammer or lash, and now I'm gonna make their keys expensive. But like maybe they only have like eight ember, so they don't forge. But then like uh you also to do that little move might not have advanced your position that much. And then they get another turn, and it's like, well, do I go back to this and and lash again to so they pay more, or do I have to go, or do I need to advance my game and go into a different house? So like, I do feel like sometimes it's not as effective as it could be, though certainly there are plenty of decks where it's just all goodness. But like, I do feel sometimes like key cross increase can be like a little bit of a of a trap for yourself, where if you're not careful, you're overcalling a house to be able to use it. Um, and then you slowed yourself down just as much as your opponent. I think that groundbreaking discovery has real play. Um, I, I don't know yeah. about you guys. I always turn before here. they forged a key. <laughs> well, but that that's the whole piece. You can actually let them forge knowing that you're coming back with it right after. Um, so groundbreaking discovery, action, play. If you control Dr. Proctor, Rooftop Laboratory, and Reckless Experimentation, destroy each card and play. Unforge an opponent's key and purge groundbreaking discovery. Um, I don't know. I definitely it have seems seen like that one so much game. work. It's really not. But it's though. so much fun when you do it. I'm sure it is fun, but it's just like, man, is how many cards do I need? Four? Mm-hmm. Ah, it seems like a lot. To pull off consistently, because as soon as they know yeah. you have the do- as soon as you see the doctor out, they know you got it. Yeah, but there there are plenty of ways in DT in order to be able to archive cards to be able to do this on one turn. That is not an issue at all. There are ways to be able to cycle back um, key cards too from like. I, I don't know. I think that this is definitely something that should be looked at. It's a lot of fun to be able to pull off. I think even just going for it, I'd picked up a deck just to be able to try it out. And, um, you know, Rooftop Laboratory is the artifact. Each friendly scientist creature enters play ready. Reckless experimentation with an Amber Pip. This creature gains replay the top card of your deck. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that there's some real power that's there. Um, and you're not giving them amber. So as long as they have a key that's forged, great. You blow up everything that's on the board, which typically DT doesn't have the board presence that others have, or it has a ton of board presence. But depending on which deck you're you're playing, creature count's usually a little bit lower, and you have a chance to not give them amber for it. I just took your key. Done. Yeah, that one's good. For, for, but for it's Torquay. hard. It's hard to rely on without mm-hmm. a ton of efficiency, though. Yes, but it oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? F is the most important stat in this game. <laughs> oh, I, I, there you go. Okay, <laughs> teed that up for you. My my ears perked. <laughs> they went. They went. Ooh. 
No, I mean it. I mean, I think it's one of the cards we pointed out when we were doing our set analysis. It was a while ago. So, I mean, the idea of it's fun. It just seems like like I don't know. I think I said it at the time. It seems like it takes a lot of cards. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. All right, here's the best Ember Control, Scaling Ember Control. Who put Burn the Stockpile on Scaling Ember Control? I guess it kind of is. It counts in DOK. It Does it yeah. count as Scaling Ember Control? Yep. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure, unless I made that up. I think yeah, you made that up. Check. Well, let me check, no. because I added it right at the end here, because I was like, wait, that, that one counts, uh, according to DOK. So let me check. Like, there's nothing scaling totally about made it. this up. Yeah, while while Jasper's looking, it, it counts as scaling Ember control. Scaling Ember control. Mm. Yep. I don't know. It's sort of sort of like red alerts counts as a board wipe, you know. But it's there's nothing scaling like it's never going to lose the opponent more than four. This is true. So how is it like it doesn't? I don't know. That just seems wacky to me. Yeah, I, I think it is questionable. Like. Submersive principle. Okay, like the more you have, the more you lose. TMTP, the high over six you are, the more you lose. Doorstep. I mean, doorstep's the ultimate scaler, right? Just go down to five. Like, mm -hmm. so brutal. Well, but that's an all. I, I would argue that's an ultimate loss. It is it a is, loss. It, it, it is scaling, but I mean, it's <coughs> submersive Excuse that me. we were talking about play. Each player loses one amber. If the tide is high, each player loses half their amber instead rounding down the loss, so that is a symmetrical effect. Um, I don't know, TMP just, I mean, we're going to steal down to six. Doorstep is a loss down to five. Even bring low, it's a capture, capture to down five. to five. Yeah. Graft, you're going to, after forging, I'm taking everything else. Yeah. Effervescent principle, well, just both of us lose half. Yeah. And, so, then, and then burn, I, which is just lose four. Everything else is like half, so that, that I mean that that's infinite. That you know ultimately could be infinite. Same thing with graph, bring low, doorstep, TMTP, subversive principle, burn the stockpile. I have infinite ember. Okay, lose four of it. You still win. Yeah, I I, I agree. I question if this one. That, that's an interesting call there. That's a very interesting call. It's interesting, similar to Prevent Forging, where there's a limited amount. You're scaling. They've really kept that down. Um, I do think that Bait and Switch, I would like to see brought back for scaling. I, I just yes. don't see it as a major problem. See, you're but... seeing it my way now. Well, Isn't I, I, the show I've, just I've, easier when you see it my way? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, it's actually not. But I, I've seen, I saw um, Bait and Switch was fine a long time ago. I had no issue with that, but. I think a lot of people did. I still think to this day a lot of people were like, "What? Why did this get you know?" I think down? it. I honestly think it's more for the casual crowd. Is yes, maybe where their heads Nobody were plays at. Plays this it, game casually. It's either it's life and death, bro. <laughs> you just said you don't even look at deck lists. Dust pixie, dust pixie, bounce, dust pixie, dust pixie. Key charge for the win. <laughs> and no efficiency in that coded deck, so that was all uh, at the bottom. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I mean, not, I, again, like, I've never been, like, totally like, oh, man. Like, you can always play around. I mean, we, we play around the TMTP. We, we can play around with bait and switch. 
I mean, yeah. yeah, it totally sucked when it was like, I forged, now I'm stealing four. You know, mm-hmm. like that that was horrible. That, that It was a feels-bad moment. Yeah, And I guess and it really wasn't that hard to set out. Well, but right. even even going ahead and playing, you know, Reddit so that it simply says you can go ahead and steal back and forth. I, I thought it was perfectly fine. But if you're really worried about the casual crowd, it can't be played the turn after you forge a key. I don't feel the need for that. But if, if that's really what they're trying to worry about and you're worried about this feels bad moments, then put that stipulation. Don't just go ahead and completely neuter it of, oh, all of a sudden it doesn't have scaling amber control it just steals one or two. Oh, and i just i just i just remembered we forgot like a crucial key the original grump buggy from coda iron obelisk iron obelisk yep for damage for damage ah, i forgot about that card that was fun oh yeah i mean th- this list Easy is not exact yeah, it's not exhaustive. There's right. pieces that we've missed. So, yeah. you know, that's, oh, this that's where you you as the viewers can go ahead and chime in. But I think that anyone listening to this, you can hear key cards from the first six sets. You can see what is important. Um, I know that we talk about the importance of Scaling Amber Control. Why do you guys feel that Scaling Amber Control is one of those cards that you won up from this list would be important to have in your deck? Or do you guys not feel that scaling ember control? Are you, is are you ask no scaling ember control? I think is like when it comes down to ember control, like it's the most important one, right? So what scaling ember control? And this is my theory on scaling ember control, right? Like you see that card in my deck, right? I now ha- kind of hold that over you until I play it, and I get to choose at what time I, I pop that card. So. You know, at some point in time, like with a TMTP, right? Are you going to go over six knowing there's a TMTP floating around out there? So just just the possibility of me having it is holding you back. You don't even know if I have it, but the possibility of me having it, you're afraid to go over six, which is stopping you maybe from doing some of the things you want to do. Maybe you could go to 12 or 14, but because uh, because I have the possibility of having that, you're not going to do it. You're probably going to keep around six and, and kind of mind your P's and Q's until you see it popped. Right. And I think yep, that happens yep. with a lot and, of scaling under control. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and it's interesting like that is, a, is an effect that only happens with scaling ember control. Not even like, Hey, I've got a ton of steel or a ton of, of no, ways nobody, to make you lose. Nobody's ember. holding creatures because of a board clear. Right. Am I wrong on yeah. that one? Sheep, any you holding I mean, creatures because of a board clear? Maybe a key creature. I don't know. Mm, you know, like in a deck that's it must do something creaturey, but no, no, probably not. Yeah, yeah, but most often not. But, but I'm, uh, but, even, but I'm not gonna gain more than six ember if I can absolutely help it, knowing there's a TP TMTP floating around. Yeah, oh, I, I might do seven to try to lure it out. Ooh, you rebel. Yeah. Hey, you want one? Yeah. I'll give you one I'll if give you, you if one. you take it. Yeah, right. Th- th- this is apparently why I-, I take the hits. I will easily go eight nine, and I have no. What? Issue You're there. crazy. No, you're man. a madman. It depends. So, so here, here's the other side of this because MM is well known for not having a tremendous amount of scaling ever control. Mm-hmm. So you would you're telling us, Wookie, and we've seen this that you prefer previous sets versus MM. 
But MM oh, no, gets I love quite MM. a bit of love. Yeah, I love so, it. But MM doesn't have the scaling amber control. It doesn't. So would, you, so would you rather have your MM tech, or would you rather have your scaling amber control with the previous set? You're making me choose. That's like making me choose children. Yeah. Like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Do you choose do you choose the boy or the girl? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, MM is a fantastic set. It doesn't have the scaling ember control. Um, in fact, does it have any? It has effervescent principle, right? EP. It has EP yeah. and it has bring low. Yeah, I'll oh, bring low. Right, right. Bring low came yep. out in that set, no? Yep. No. Yep, yep, yep. Did mm-hmm. it? Okay. Yes. Yeah, bring bring low came out in that. Okay. So I mean, you you have some you still have some options, you know. Of course, it involves logos. Why wouldn't it? Um, because every set has to make logos the best set, best in that set. If not, mm-hmm. you know, top. Now, I, you know what? I, I think there's an argument to say that logos is the best in every single set that's been released to the. Well, maybe not DT, but up until MM, like logos was the best house every single set. Pretty good. I mean, you can make that argument. Like, you can make counter arguments, but like, I don't think you can make counter arguments. I mean, there's. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go look. I, I mean, I mean, worlds collide. You could argue Sarian or Star Alliance or Dis, right? Um, like, sure. Like... But I want. I want to go look at this. All right, let's go to the Vault Tours real quick, right? Where are these are tournament rulings? I know Archon Archon has it. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, um... just search on Vault Tour. Is there like where do I find that again? Around, I, I just I? do Volt Tour in the search bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, it'll come up. I will tell you. Why navigate when you can search? Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. All right. So let's let's look at the Vault Tour winning decks. Right. Captain of Baris Launch has logos. Um, I don't even know what this is. Celerinius, logos. Gasoline, logos. Bahamut. Logos. Ire, Logos. Uh, here's the first one we had in the UK that didn't have Logos, which is... Uh, what is with these names? Loribus? First one who doesn't have Logos. Uh, Screaming Zima was the... Or Z-Man doesn't have Logos. I mean, now we're getting into Age of Ascent. Oh, some of these might be sealed. Oh, yep, they are. All right, so the first unsealed we have is Honk. Uh, Archon Survival, uh, Fraud, definitely 100% has Logos. It's a major part of the deck. Uh, Snappy Pariah doesn't have Logos. Uh, Archon here, Litmus. Litmus has Logos. And then Gasoline, beating Dan in Collinsville, has Logos. Pink I didn't Fra- have Logos. You didn't have <laughs> Logos? Maybe that's, why you didn't, maybe that's why you didn't win. You fool. <laughs> you fool. You fell into my uh, Pink Fraud again, winning, has Logos. Um... That's a sealed uh, light tasker has logos. Um, that's sealed, and then galaxy has logos. So what? Two out of all of triad, those, which don't... is uh, which is Archon, right? So yeah, two. Well, I, three... I just went. No, they don't. It doesn't say Archon. So I went everything that said Archon on it. You know, obviously there was survival solo. Uh, there triad, which. Um, well, okay, so out of his triad, one of them had three yeah. of them had logo. Ricardo. Two of them had logos. Oh no, just Ricardo. Yeah. Just no, one just had Ricardo. Logos. Yak Street and uh, and King. Yeah. Uh, but a ma- majority of the Archon events all had logos. Yeah. 
Oh, Logos is hella good. Nope. Yeah, no, no Lo- Logos. Good. There's no doubt in my but, mind. Logos is the best house. When you up to look up at a lot of World those, Quest. a lot of those decks outside of Barracks launch, Logos just provides efficiency to make the other houses fire. Right. And that's fine. Right. That's fine. But, mm-hmm. I mean, do I choose MM or Scaling Ember Control? Back to the original uh, argument, um, I choose MM with Scaling Ember Control because it is it is possible. Does that answer your question? Or did I use the workaround? You've been disqualified. I've been disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate on me. Um, All right. Closing thoughts. What do we got? Um, I don't know. Like, I love Ember Control. You just got to be careful with it. Um, obviously, there are things that negatively affect your Ember Control in Worlds Collide. And basically, if your deck has Saurian in it, you need to kind of look at your Ember Control because it can get tricky. Danward? Nope. All right. <laughs> nope. Uh, Drazgar. Uh, I guess we did Super Gun do it and we won't get into it now maybe we'll save it but uh it, it does feel like you'd need either you need a good amount of ember control or you better produce ember way faster than your opponent and be able to outrun their big ember control so it feels pretty important and ewok this is a race game I think that's often missed. So either stop your opponent, <laughs> go ahead and limit them. I think that uh, Steel Hate was a great addition from FFG Designers. I think that Steel still continues to be a phenomenal, phenomenal piece, and a lot of people are scared of it. I know you're talking bad about my dinos, but I got to say, Worlds Collide, I love it as a set. Um, well, even, not- Lieutenant, even, even Lieutenant Gorbanol and Commandeer, like, you can get a lot by placing and having the big Sanctum board and MM to fight. So I'm not a huge fan of Amber Pinatas, but I think at the right time, being able to go ahead and stop your opponent from forging, that's what this is really about, that back and forth battle from Keyforge. So I think Amber Control is extremely important. I dislike AOA simply in a sealed set because too often it has no Amber Control. And it just comes down to, well, I have nothing to take you off. And that's just sad and depressing. So I like to see some Amber Control. Yeah, I'm not saying no, no. I wasn't saying that I hated on the dinos. Like, there's no doubt, worlds collide dinos is still pretty top tier stuff. I, I, in my opinion, like they're still really good. Just they play tricksies on your numbers sometimes, and if you're not paying attention, and you could think your deck something that it isn't. So you just got to pay attention. I agree with that. Yep. All right, that's gonna do for us this week. Um, Dan needs to go to bed. We're well over our time. Holy macaroni. And it wasn't even paying attention. Uh, well over our time. So enjoy the extra little bit you got this week. Uh, next week, what I want to do. I want to do two things. Disruption. I want to do. No, I don't want to do disruption. Well, I kind of I kind of do. I kind of do want to do disruption, but in a different in a different way. Okay. I want your top 10 Keyforge cards. Mm. Standalone. Not. Well, if I have this and this. Now this card's good. Standalone cards. Just overall, any Top set, 10. any house. Any set, any house. 
no matter what it is, top ten. And All I right. want and I want to build. I know this isn't a deck building game, but I think Dan, even Dan can contribute here. I want to build the most degenerate deck ever. Well, but hold on. You just said that you yeah. you wanted to hear the best cards regardless of what other cards you have, right? So Yes. Like that's maybe this is like, maybe this is two episodes. Because top yeah, ten, like, we might all have different opinions. Not, yeah, top ten cards. That, yeah. that that'll be fun. And yeah. then top ten combos or something. Or yeah, we can do something top like 10 that. Degenerate ideas. Or... No, no, no. I want to physic. Like I want. I know Dan has the DOK extension where we can build decks. I want to build the most just absolute degenerate hunk of junk ever. That will just make you hate your life so much you quit Keyforge. So improbable decks? Yeah, improbable decks. But I want to build one. Part of the forests. <laughs> that's that's not well. There's twelve cards. What are the other two cards? <laughs> there are two two key abductions. <laughs> Maverick. Maverick into that house. Perfect. Yes. All right, but that will do it for us this week. Next week, top ten Keyforge cards ever. Or we'll something different. Or something <laughs> different. We'll talk to you. Go check out our Patreon. Find us on Discord. We love you guys. Have a good night. Uh, I guess. I guess we're also doing something different. Okay. Till next week. Happy fortune, everyone.